This is Take a Cue, episode 17, now available in video on Spotify and on YouTube. Welcome to Take a Cue. I'm Eric Dunno, eighth grade band and jazz band director. And I'm Jen Wise, fourth and fifth grade instrumental music teacher. We're two veteran educators with over 35 years of experience teaching in New Jersey public schools between the two of us, and we're excited to bring teaching and insights to you. Whether you're just starting out in your teaching career or you've been teaching longer than we have, this show will help you grow with new ideas and perspectives about education and teaching. We hope you'll be just as inspired as we are every time you listen. Before we begin, if you like this podcast, please help us out by doing a few super easy things. First, subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Then make sure you rate the podcast and leave a review as it helps people find our show who haven't yet. And we really appreciate it. If you find that you get a lot out of our episodes, we'd be grateful if you considered becoming a monthly supporter to help us grow the podcast. You can sign up to make a secure monthly payment using the link in our show notes or visit our anchor site, anchor.fm slash take a cue. That's all one word. Also, if you have questions or comments about anything you hear on the episode, come and interact with us on social media or take a cue podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, listeners, you may notice that I just did that whole intro myself minus one line. Yep. And that's that's because Jen is going to conserve her voice this evening for tonight's episode. Unfortunately, she sounds like this. Yep. I'm going to conserve what's left of it. And (laughs) here we go. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's been a tough week at the elementary schools because when you sound like this, you, you really don't stand a chance. So, um, yeah, thanks. Thanks for, for doing that, Eric. You nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. Thanks. I practiced a lot, but we got there. Yeah. Way to go. The other thing that our listeners should probably be aware of is we actually already recorded this episode in yeah. its entirety with Jen's good voice. We did. And then I realized that we had some technical difficulties after mm-hmm. we had recorded the whole episode. Yeah. So hopefully the only technical difficulties on this side are my voice. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we're so. going to kind of go through here and do this as uh, we're going to do this as a little mini episode, kind of touch on a few things that we did talk about when mm-hmm. we recorded it originally mm-hmm. and kind of let Jen take, uh, take it easy on her voice tonight and do a uh, yeah. sort of a brief synopsis yeah. of the episode that we already recorded and you'll never hear. I'm sorry about that, everybody. But yeah, this oh. is, this is, it is what it is. So, and if you want you a more in-depth, you know, um, version of any of our chats tonight, you could absolutely reach out on social media. We're happy to elaborate there. So, um, absolutely. Yeah. So, so Jen, I hear you've been busy lately. I have. I've been, I have some gigs. This is the best thing. So, uh, yeah, I, I haven't been playing a whole lot since, you know, out in public since TJ was born. And this month, uh, playing in a pit orchestra for a local high school. Doing, we're doing Fiddler on the Roof. And That's awesome. Yeah, we, we had our, our sits this week and it went, it went really well. I'm looking forward to that at the end of the month. And, um, I'm also playing in Livingston Symphony Orchestra, so um, 
you're in the living scenario uh, this coming Sunday, the 19th, there's a free concert at 2 p.m. at Livingston High School. Um, and it's kind of a children's program. And it's uh, it's going to be really fun. Um, some, some later classical selections on the program. And um, yeah. I'm playing second flute. I haven't played in a symphony orchestra since college. So, so this, is, this is really fun. And for our listeners who may not know what the list, the Livingston Symphony Orchestra is, it's a really great community group uh, that is actually, you know, been in um, its home is in Livingston has been for decades. And, uh, you know, and, and it's really a gem uh, in Livingston of a, of a professional level orchestra that you can basically come in here for really inexpensive prices. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the, and the, uh, quality is fantastic. So yeah. if you're anywhere in the north of New Jersey, definitely come check out the Livingston Symphony Orchestra. Definitely. They are uh, they're a great group. I got yeah. to play with them, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago out of college. They were doing some jazzy tunes and they needed a saxophonist. And yeah. that was the first and last time I ever got to play with them. Did they all look at you and go like... <laughs> You know, <laughs> they all look no, like, no, t- they were so nice and welcoming. That's so cool. Good, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love so, that. but congratulations yeah. to Jen on these gigs. That's awesome. I know. Fantastic. This is great. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's been, it's been fun, you know, picking up my flute more than just like noodling a little bit before the kids walk in and keeping things, you know, fresh that way. So, yeah, excellent. It's been, it's been fun. How about you? What do you, what do you been, pl- have you been playing much or what have you been up to? I or? wish. Yeah. I wish I'd been playing much. Okay. Normally this is show season and I'm doing, you know, four or five, six spring gigs throughout, you know, between January and, and June. Unfortunately this year, or for, fortunately for the schools and for the kids, but unfortunate for me, a lot of the gigs that I usually play year after year either have kids that can cover those books really well, which is great. Like congratulations to those schools. And there are also just, you know, some of the usual ones just don't have a, you know, a need for a particular instrument. Oftentimes, I mean, I play double reeds, uh, oboe and English horn more than I usually get called for saxophone, even though I'm a saxophonist first. And um, yeah, just a a couple of the shows that I like to, you know, play every year. Don't need a double reed player. Mm -hmm. I already have one, uh, you know, in their, in their kids, which is great. Um, so it's a little more time at home, but uh, if anybody out there in the northern New Jersey area is still looking for a reed player, I pretty much can do it all <laughs> except for low reeds. Don't okay. ask me to play a Barry book or a bassoon book. Yeah, call Brendan for that. I was gonna say he's got an <laughs> he's got an EV. His trunk's not big enough. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, That's uh, right. Well put. Well put. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I wish I was playing a little more, but that's okay. It means I'm home a little more than, uh, than usual in the spring and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. No, um, good, so good. last time we were chatting, Jen, uh, we were talking about the, um, you know, the fourth graders joining your morning rehearsals yeah. and trying to figure out how much is too much, how much is not enough music. Yeah. I, uh, my, my fourth graders, uh, joined our morning rehearsals this week. So they've been, we've just been doing lessons since the beginning of the year. And now they're joining the fifth graders before school. Um, uh, tomorrow morning, I'll have like 60, uh, in the orchestra before school. And Friday morning, I'll have my roaring band of 80 in the gym at Riker Hill. Like it's, it's a big week for them. So, um, so far it's going well. Everybody's really just excited. Um, and I'm finding out that it's a little bit inhumane to be bringing everybody in for before school rehearsals the week of daylight savings time. Yeah. So I'm getting some grumbling from the masses about that, but it, you know, is that inhumane to you or to the kids or both? 
Uh, yeah, a little both. So <laughs> I, I know uh, one of my flute players today, she doesn't have her first morning rehearsal until Friday. She's like, uh, yeah, I said, I said, don't worry. I will be the same Mrs. Wise at 7.15 as I am right now at 2.30. And she was like, yeah, it seems like you've had a lot of coffee today. And I was like, yeah, thanks. Yeah, you're I, not wrong. I was like, no, you're, <laughs> you're, you, you got me pegged on, you know, That's so, funny. um, yeah, so, uh, it's, it, it's great. It, they always feel like it's worth it, but yeah, this is the week. This is where it all started. So nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, Hey, I hope you feel, uh, you know, I hope you feel better and I hope the kids get a little, uh, you know, a little more, um, you know, normal yeah. after this week. I'm sure we'll settle yeah. in. Yeah. But, yeah. um, in my lessons, I am starting to feel like I may have picked too much music uh, because I'm finding that like it, if we have four or four pieces in each folder, right? Mm. And I'm starting to feel like in a half hour lesson, uh, I can't do a little of each piece. And I also, uh, you said this last time we talked, <laughs> uh, I also don't know if I want to be spending all my lesson time on concert rep. Um, yes. But I do feel like, you know, they're, they're still like learning the, the new music and they want to know more. And I end up spending like, you know, a lot of time on it just to get everybody up to speed. And um, so doing, you know, four, four pieces, I'm wondering with half hour lessons once a week, half hour rehearsals before school once a week if four pieces is too much to perform in the last week of may yeah so, and yeah. you know we talked about this and um the the you know the only real piece of advice that i had for jen and i don't even know if it's advice or just you know i don't know something to ponder is i, I and for our listeners too, I don't think it's necessary to always rehearse everything with the expectation that it'll be performed. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, it's okay to rehearse a piece and have it not be something that got to performance level and just say, you know what, we worked on this, we learned some good, valuable lessons, and, uh, you know, we're not going to put it on the concert. And yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, yeah. But you got to figure out what works for you. Yeah. I got to think a little deeper about it. Um, so our program is, uh, we're going to start with Stone Harbor March. It's a little March that, uh, my husband, Tom wrote, who you met in our last episode. Yep. Um, and they're, they're having fun with that. Uh, it's, you know, key of E flat. Uh, we're also doing Aura Lee from page 12 in the essential elements, uh, book, essential elements 2000. We're also, I also started giving out an arrangement of um, William Tell Overture from the Bellwin beginning band kit. And like, I really want to do that one, but uh, not everybody's sold, but I'm like, guys, we could play mm. it this fast or we could play it this fast, you know, or and we could learn to double tongue. Totally. Yeah. Let's like, came on, <laughs> let's go. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I think if anything were to get cut, it would end up being that one. Um, sure. It's just a little stretch for the, like for them technique wise, you know, uh, and then we're going to close the concert out with the an arrangement of Star Wars, Carl, St- Carl Stroman. It'll be fun. So awesome. um, that sounds like a great concert. I hope you get to play all of it. And if you don't, thanks. Oh, well, I know if we don't, well, at least we know, like if somebody says, Oh, they'll go, that's William tell overture. So <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and uh, yeah, how's, how's your spring program rolling now? What, what do you have? It's going really well. Yeah. Uh, you know, I finally feel like the kids have started uh, being able to focus a little bit better than maybe they have so far this year, which is great. And they, they weren't poorly focused up mm. this year, but I feel like they're a little more in, in it, 
you know, I can, there's like quiet in rehearsal and we can, you know, kind of get some stuff done where maybe there wasn't quite so much before. Um, and, uh, but it's a really nice eighth grade. I've got a really good eighth grade this year. I'm going to just brag for, for a moment that I'm really lucky <laughs> with the kids <laughs> that I have pretty much every year. Yeah. Um, but this year is really no exception. I, I have a really, really great group of kids and, um, they seem to really enjoy it. They want to be there. Mm. There's no like attendance issues or stuff like that. Most of them That's come good. to most of their lessons mm. and, uh, and yeah, they all seem to want to get better. So anyway, we're, um, okay, enough gloating. So we are working on the third movement of the William Owens Tudor sketches, which if you listened earlier in the year, you remember that I've been working on the first two movements for our winter concert, which mm-hmm. is done. And so now in preparation for our festival at Allentown, Pennsylvania in June, we're going to present all three movements. They just quite, weren't quite ready for that third movement in six, eight, six, eight, but it also has duple and quadruple divisions of the beat. So it goes from triple to duple to quadruple all within one movement. So it was just a little too much. And there's some runs too, but they're doing great on that. They sound very, um, you know, they sound very um, mature and there's still some work to do, but they're getting there. Uh, We're working on paper cut by Alexandra Shapiro, which is a cool piece for band and electroacoustic accompaniment and paper the kids crumple paper and snap it and rip it and shake it on the ground and, you know, really cool stuff. Um, they're just starting with that. And that's tough because you got to have headphones on with a metronome click Mm -hmm. while the audience hears the music that doesn't have the metronome click and the kids can't hear anything. So they just have to be with the conductor a hundred percent of the time who is not going to waver from that metronome. It's tricky. We're working on that. Okay. That um, but it's like fun. Really it's a, fun, fun a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, to our, our directors out there who might be in, uh, you know, uh, middle school or maybe, you know, um, a little easier high school um, level works. She is um, really great and available via Zoom or um, Skype if you want to have her in for your rehearsals. We had her in a couple years ago to work with my eighth grade band and she was so gracious and showed us around her studio. She like lives on an Island off of Washington state in the Pacific ocean. And she turned her camera around and let us see out of her like gorgeous windows of her studio off into the Pacific ocean. And yeah, Oh my gosh, it was amazing. But she was so kind and worked with the kids and was very, you know, very, uh, she really had a good rapport um, the way that she dealt with kids. Um, so any of our listeners who ever are looking to do something like that, Alex is great and she doesn't charge a whole lot and, uh, and she'll work with whatever you got. That's um, great. So definitely reach out to her, just Google her and you'll find her information. Mm-hmm. That's great. We're also uh, doing March of the freedom fighters, which is an easier March for the kids, but it teaches them about the March style. And it mm-hmm. also is a chance for a uh, Brendan student teacher to come and work with my kids. Uh, he's not in my lessons. And so I wanted to pick something that was a little, little on the easier side, just because he doesn't have a chance to work technique with them in lessons um, on this particular tune, but it's great. He's doing a great job. You know, um, something that we brought up, Jen, and I'm sorry mm-hmm. to keep talking here. I'm trying not to no, you know, burden your voice too much here, but, mm-hmm. um, but, um, one thing that we talked, uh, that we talked about when we first recorded this episode was working with either pre-service teachers or mm-hmm. teachers who are new to the profession and are asking for feedback. Yeah. And it's interesting for me because although I've been doing this a while, the things that I'm, I notice with either, um, 
Brendan's student teacher or mm-hmm. one of our new colleagues uh, down um, in in the middle school, in the, the younger middle school, who's this is her second year of teaching. Um, we go down there every month to do some recruiting. And she always is very, you know, asks a lot of, you know, what could, you know, do you have any suggestions, anything that you think I might be able to do differently, which is awesome because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, as a new teacher, I mean, it's really important to be open to, you know, others' ideas, even if you don't necessarily take their advice. Right. Um, but, um, but yeah, it feels weird to tell somebody else, hey, you should try doing this or maybe you want to do this a little bit differently mm-hmm. when I know I myself don't always do that. Right. Either, you know, like, hey, you know, try talking a little less, Uh maybe get them to play longer sections. And meanwhile, like I'm talking in rehearsal, I'm playing shorter sections. You know, it feels weird to be telling somebody else these ideas that I know I should be doing myself, but I don't always do either. What are you, what are your experiences, Jen? Uh, I've had a couple of student teachers over the years, a couple of clinic placements too. Um, And uh, it's, it's, I think it is a learned skill, like getting um, like the right way to say it. Like if they're asking for feedback, I usually just say it, you know, um, and, uh, but uh, you know, if I'm just in somebody's room for the first time, I don't speak up unless they are there as a, like a, a pre-service student teacher, you know? Um, so uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough because uh, the same colleague that you're talking about, came and visited one of my rehearsals to re- recruit my students. And I said the same thing to her. Do you have any feedback for me? What can I, <laughs> what did you see? What do yeah. you, you know, what, well, and cause she was standing in the back of the room with the percussion and like, like a mirror, you know, and I just, I was like, Oh my gosh, tell me anything. Tell me stuff, you know, because uh, it's so rare that like we each get uh, to have somebody else in our room, you know? Yeah. So, um, uh, and you said last I, time we chatted, oh, when I have somebody in my room, I'm my best self. Oh, I am. That's me. Yeah. I, <laughs> that like, was you. I, okay. Good. Oh, yeah. I am like textbook teacher. I'm t- taking every play from um, on becoming a conductor. Like I am I am that person. And when there's someone else watching me teach, like, um, yes. oh, yes. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, and it's it's been pretty cool over over the years to um you know mentor pre-service teachers and have those people in my classroom um and i find that the ones that are the best prepared end up taking the most time because they have the mm. best questions and the deepest questions and they're really sure. working hard to um you know get to the the next step and um my husband has uh, a clinic placement and a full-time teacher passing through his building um with his program right now they just started in the last week or so so we're we're actually talking about this a lot like uh because each of our universities locally you know prepare students in their own way um and they all they all get to the same point but like as uh, cooperating teachers as teachers taking on student teachers um, were their last stop before like the real world, you know, before like it's a hundred percent on them. So um, whatever's happening when they're in your classroom, it has to be said and it has to be said right then, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And as far as like colleagues, like if they ask for feedback, I usually give it in the be- I'd frame it in the best way possible. It does feel weird, but if they ask, I try and say something, you know? Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. Well, I think that's something that we should, you know, that, that all teachers should probably do more of. I mean, maybe, maybe some are doing it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know me personally is just 
inviting other people into our classrooms yeah and yeah. Uh, and having them give some honest feedback you know yeah, it's, it, it's tough because we're all busy it, we we're are. all scheduled all it's, over the place i know and like i was my first year was a little bit of a shock and i think that's why i was so motivated to take on student teachers as soon as i could mm. because uh my student teaching placement all the ensembles were team taught so uh, there was always somebody else in the room. Granted, yes, like each yes. ensemble was 120 kids. Like there kind of needed to be another body in the room. Um, but uh, like, yeah, all the ensembles were team taught. So that that person, that other person was there all the time to say yeah. like, hey, let's look at this section next week. What do you think? Like that was yeah. constant, you know? And my first my first job, like uh, it, I, I was like alone in my own building three whole days a week. And I was like, mm-hmm. uh, I have nobody to sound things off of and nobody, you know, it was, it it was a bit of a shock in the beginning. So, um, you know, it's like, it's, it's like for our student teachers out there, like grab that feedback and that those team teaching experiences while you can. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You don't always get it later on, you know? So since our last chat, um, your student teacher is going to come observe me a couple days this month. So we're yes. gonna, he's going to join me for our morning rehearsal. We're going to spend a day of beginner lessons together, and next week or the week after, very excited yeah. to have him by me. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's oh, great. That's great, yeah. Um, so what else is here on our list that we chatted about already and we're chatting about again? So we have all township concert coming up. Yeah. Um, do you want me to just quickly dive into uh, what that is here? And yes. uh, I think you should. The all township concert here in Livingston is something that started way back when, maybe 20 years ago, probably actually like 30 plus years ago. Cause I remember doing this when I was in elementary school oh, in Livingston, wow. the all township concert was originally, bless you, was originally put on the concert calendar the same night as the vote for the budget, the school budget. And it was created to get parents out to the school. And while they were there, they could go and vote for the budget. I like it. It was a great idea. Fantastic mm-hmm. idea. It's definitely changed a bit since then because in New Jersey, we've had some different laws passed since then. So now that actually most years we'd actually, the public doesn't vote on the budget, um, but we still continue doing the all township concert. And it is a way for different grade levels to sort of come together and play for their parents and have parents see, you know, fourth grade all the way through high school and everything in between. Now, not every group gets to play every year, um, but I know Jen is actually conducting the fifth grade orchestra at All Township. And that isn't just her kids. It's all six elementary schools, fifth grade orchestra kids. So how many is that, Jen? Uh, we're looking at it like 120, 125. Um, for- <laughs> 125 fifth grade orchestra kids yep. all at once that is out outrageous it's Um, gonna be so fun um and we all you know all the teachers in the district all the music teachers get together and help out even if we don't have a group going i don't have a group going this year um so unfortunately i don't get to see some of that cool stuff um because i'm usually backstage you know doing uh crowd control for brendan's group or Kristen's group or anybody yeah well uh, we'll take anybody with a pulse that can also tune a violin, um, nice. because because <laughs> uh, that's a lot of that's a lot of strings. So uh, yeah, and for elementary, like our role has evolved a little bit even since I uh, started here in Livingston, and um, 
in the peak, like the first years, we like auditioned the kids. So it was like a select ensemble. So right. that's um, how it was way back when I was in fourth grade. Yeah. And uh, it was a motivator and you could take, uh, you know, third, fourth or fifth graders, like anyone in, in your ensemble could audition and, and go mm. out and do it. Um, but since COVID, uh, like we had uh, the last year was uh, banned, right? We had the f- fifth grade ban. And we said, you know what? Um, it's just not the year to say no to anybody that mm. wants to come out and do this. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's just invite all fifth grade band students to do it. And it was so much fun doing it that way. Everybody came and played and got to participate in the rehearsal. Um, and it kind of stuck for this year, you know, so um, it's, uh, I think it's a nice way to do it if we can, uh, you know, if we have the real estate to fit them on stage. Yeah. So, you yeah, know. that's a big group. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, good luck with that. I thanks. wish, I wish I could tell you that I, I will look forward to hearing them, but uh, maybe I'll have to hear a, a recording later. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll be, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That'll be fun. So on our list here, I've also got, um, that we talked a little bit about, um, working on a digital instrument inventory for the district. Actually, I don't know if we talked about that. We may have skipped we over that one. It's on our that. list. And I'm sorry we did because Eric has been working really hard on that and uh, importing like everything into Airtable. And you want to talk about that for a second? I would love to. One of the things that our supervisor has tried to do over the last couple, um, I don't know, six or seven years is get a pulse on how the district's instruments and musical equipment are doing. And there's nine schools that have inventory. And it's really tough to get all the inventory in one place because everybody kind of has up to this point has kind of done their own inventory and kept track of their instruments the way that they feel most comfortable keeping track of their instruments. And that's, that's fine. Um, but it's really tough to get an overview of the entire district's inventory. So, um, so our supervisor said, Hey, I know you like databases and spreadsheets. Is this something you might be able to, to help out with? And I said, sure. So I've been getting everybody's inventory in different formats and different, you know, different layouts and kind of putting it all into this great database program that's for that's free called Airtable. Um, so now I've been working to get all of the district inventory and I've got almost everybody's inventory in now at this point. So we can all see all of the instruments between the district. I think I'm about up to 800 instruments now between the nine schools, including some, you know, including percussion and strings and Mm. band and and all that. It's, it's, it's quite amazing, but that's been taking a lot of my time. Wow. Yeah. But it's pretty fun. Mm -hmm. I I think you're going to find as you dig deeper into the data and aggregate it and whatever the fancy words are that I am hoarding trombones. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> just nice. hand out like candy to my flute players no, please just do kidding. yeah please uh, please hand out the trombones yeah oh um, no that's so great and uh it's just something that i don't have the brains or the time or the prep period to do most days so um we're really glad you're you're on top of it for our listeners who might be trying to get some new instruments for their inventory, you know, for their in their own inventory, mm-hmm. this is a great way to do it is to sort of just kind of go through and get a blanket idea of everything that your district owns as mm-hmm. far as instruments and equipment. So you can say, look, we've got 50 instruments that are listed as poor. Yeah. Um, you know, or do not repair. 
Right. We have two categories. Oh, we have poor and do not repair. Yeah, those are floating uh, around. So yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's 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 important to be able to go to the person who you know who makes those decisions and say, hey, look at what we've got. You know, this is where we are. How can we move past that? How can we start replacing some of those instruments? And yeah. you know, I think that's a really important thing. Yeah, you know, we could probably do a whole episode on how Brendan and I kind of like have really tried to start turning around our inventory at HMS and uh, replacing some of the really old instruments. Yeah, I heard that you've um, you got the shopping bug this month. Oh, I did. You know, I uh, my. Um, the instrument that I've played for the last 13 years, the alto that I've played, I have a bunch of instruments, but the instrument that I've played for alto for the last 13 years has been a Mark VI from 1972. And it is a beautiful instrument. It plays gorgeous. It has that Mark VI sound. Mm. And I've been very fortunate to play it. And I, up until this point, I've never played a modern instrument that had quite the same tone quality that I found in that Mark VI mm. until last month. Okay. And um, yeah, so the instrument, um, it just happened that I f- found one and was able to try it and fell in- immediately in love with this mm-hmm. instrument is uh, is a Selmer um, Supreme Model 2022. Wow. It is, um, the, the Supreme is a fantastic horn. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a regular Supreme, but it's just got some cosmetic differences. Okay. But it's a limited edition instrument for their 100th anniversary of Henri Selmer company um they were started in uh, 1922 and this is you know the 2022 model and it is it is awesome it's like rekindled my desire to like practice yes um again you know when you get out you know for our younger listeners um this may be a little bit of a surprise but when you get out and you're like you know, you've got a bunch of teaching jobs and you've got a family and you've got all this stuff. Sometimes your instrument kind of takes a backseat mm-hmm. as much as one would hope. Maybe it doesn't. And for some people it doesn't. Right. Um, I know certainly know plenty of adults who, you know, play regularly and who practice regularly, mm-hmm. but it gets to the point, you know, where you have a, where you have a gig. So you practice, right. If you don't have a gig, you're probably not getting the horn out too much. That's true. Yeah. Yep. I'm, you feel uh, that way too, Jen? I am. I'm kind of there, you know, I've been playing a lot in the last couple of weeks to like get, you know, get the cobwebs off and, you know, make sure I'm playing, playing everything on the page. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, my, my alto flute went into the shop cause it's seeing some daylight in, uh, Fiddler. So that's nice. Okay. Um, uh, it's uh, alto uh, flute. Yeah. 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 I so, hope they mic'd it. No, I just, oh, okay. uh, I'm a beast on alto flute. I can nice. project. You have, the pro- you have the projection that everybody wants. That's it. You know, I play the curved head joint, um, which uh-huh. I, I feel like does make it a little easier to project. And you're not like really? this while you're playing, you know. So, uh-huh. I mean, uh, yeah, you should try it sometime. Like, uh, yeah, if you want, you're welcome to try it out. So, because uh, I, I like it. But congratulations. Welcome Thanks. to the family. So, that's yeah, so Yeah, no, I'm really excited. It just makes mm-hmm. me want to break out some Tableau de Provence. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some... Um, Scaramouche. Oh, I was going to say Scamucci. I was like, I was like, I know it starts with an S and it sounds kind of, you know, squishy. So impressive. You know, a flutist who knows her classical sax lit. I know. Yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. Makes me think. Yeah, it's funny. No. And what of, 
your Mark Six, will it still have a home with you guys, or is it is it going to find a new home? Nope. Okay. I'm hoping to find a new home. If any of our listeners are interested in a beautiful 1972 Mark Six mm-hmm. in darn good playing condition, um, hit me up. Cool. That's good. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a great horn. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jen, this was kind of like the. Cliff's Notes version of our episode this uh, this month. Yeah, we 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 did it though. We're here, and, uh, you know. Um, I hope. Yeah, it's just thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for bearing with yeah. my voice today. So. If you're listening and you really enjoyed what you heard, don't forget, please go and rate us with a five-star review and a five-star rating and a review on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Just just get the word out. Um, if you're enjoying it, make sure you subscribe. We're, we're almost at that 100 subscriber mark between our multiple uh, channels that we're, that we're on, and we'd love to get a few more. Um, and uh, if you really liked it, make sure you tell other people about us. Um, we, we hope that this information is useful to you. We, we really enjoy chatting about band and uh, hope that our listeners uh, find it really interesting as well. And if you uh, aren't already, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where we kind of post updates. And sometimes we send out little, you know, uh, extra things that we talk about in our episodes. So, you know, follow us there. And if you really like it, consider becoming a monthly supporter. Um, you can support it at whatever level you'd like, and you can find the link in our show notes. And uh, finally, if you've got ideas for episodes, we've got a whole punch list of ideas, but we could always use some more. And we would love to you know, take your ideas into consideration. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks for chatting today, Eric. Oh, Jen, thank you so much for redoing this episode and with like laryngitis at the same time. You're, you're, you're killer. You're awesome. Oh, is that what they call it? I just, I, I just call it, I yelled too much of my trumpet section itis. So, you know, it's amazing. I don't have that yet. Oh, Okay. It might be contagious, though. I know. I was going to say, <laughs> wait till, wait till, uh, till Friday. You'll have, uh, you know, the luck of the Irish with you, and you know, oh boy. see how it goes. So. Awesome. Well, for uh, for Jen, I'm Eric. Thank you so much for listening, and go out there and make great music with your kiddos. We'll see you next time. 